Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, one and all. This is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frankfurter, and with me today is our Malfoy aficionado, Magically Average. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching, I'm reaching the bottom of the barrel for these now. No, not really. I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. That one was really was rough. Fun. I don't know, Malfoy, I mean, Malfoy aficionado. Yeah, you love Malfoy. But wouldn't that, wouldn't that imply that there are multiple Malfoys? That I like collect. How many Malfoys ha- have you either met or no? I mean, or, I only know like of... fictional or fictional or personal. I mean, only the fictional ones. Draco and his awful well, family. There you go. But that's what I mean. Like, oh, whatever. I'm not going to dwell on it. We've got too much anime to talk about. Do we though? Because I really don't. I have <laughs> so I'm still very far behind. This is why last week I was like, "Yeah, we'll see if we can pull out an episode." And I was just like, "Hmm." So I am going to be talking about Blue Period and Comey because those are all I'm really caught up on. However, I will be talking about. Um, well, I guess I could just talk about it right now. So I finished re rewatching for like the umpteenth time because it's my favorite show of all time. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, love it. I always rewatch it like pretty much every year, if not like multiple times a year. It's just one of those shows I could throw on in the background, know exactly what's going on, etc. Um, so I'm very excited that I've finished it again. And because it is coming up on Christmas time, I have restarted watching Toradora, which if you don't know, Toradora's got a pretty damn good Christmas episode. So a lot of people rewatch it around this time of year. I started a little early. So I've only watched episode one. Great show. If you haven't watched it, it's a great slice of life. Highly, 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 highly suggest it. So, yeah. But tell me, what what do we got in the world of Maruko-chan today? Oh, boy. Well, a lot. This is the first episode where we have a repeat character. Like, well, I guess in the sense that, like, they were... Do tell. They were, like, a background character, and now they've come back again, and we don't know their real purpose here. So the ending of last episode, I hinted at the person who they were originally going to give the cat to, the stray cat that they were trying to find a home for. The first person that showed up was this very nice-looking gentleman, except he was surrounded by like a bunch of demon cats of some kind. Uh, Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, basically implying that he has murdered many, many animals in his life and they are now haunting him. Well... Guess who's the new homeroom teacher since previous homeroom teacher is pregnant and is on maternity leave? Yep, he's back. Kitty boy. Yep, scary kitty boy. And it's, I don't know if I made this apparent before, but this is an all-girls school. 
So like all the girls in the the homeroom class are like, wow, he's kind of cute. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take roll. Hello, I'm your new homeroom teacher. And they're like, ah, ignore that. Do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, I'm going to take roll now. And they're like, oh, he's serious. Okay. And Maroko's like, oh, this is kind of disturbing because I hope he doesn't recognize me. And even uh, Hana was like, man, he looks kind of familiar. And Maroko's, or Miko's like, no, uh, probably just looks similar. You know, he's got that kind of face. Well, on top of that, we've got a new demon at the school, too. And this one's terrifying and has a somewhat newish power, too. So as he's talking in the class on the outside of the windows, there's these big, like, handprints that come up. And there's this, like, really terrifying looking demon creature and it basically just keeps saying like don't look at him stop staring at him and we don't know if it's like one of those cursed spirits that is following him because he wronged her or it's a cursed spirit trying to protect others from him so we're still figuring that out but at a later scene they're all eating lunch outside and miko's looking up in the windows and she sees him walking and all you just see are big handprints that just keep splattering on the windows as he's walking by and you're like what the fuck is happening and she's like super confused by it and then in a split second the demon shows up behind her and just says stop looking and then instantly disappears and it's like ooh, this one's different this one's really different in a very eerie disturbing way like it's it's super unsettling yeah, that's interesting. I'm wondering if it's like stop looking for him, stop looking at the teacher, like giving him a, like I'm wondering if it's like a person that he murdered because they felt not necessarily jealousy, like hey, they're staring at him, like why does nobody look at me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll see. Because well, so far the demon, the spirits, we'll just call them spirits. The spirits that we've encountered so far are trapped here for like one particular reason. Normally, so like there was the earlier episode with when she was at the coffee place where the guy had the spirit following him and she was jealous because she had like poured love out for him and he's just a notorious cheater. They, at least that's how they portrayed him. And like, so anytime a woman would look at him, she would get angry and like tell people like, you know, he's mine. Stop. There was the other person who, um, I, trying to remember there's so many different ones there was one earlier on where he was like at the bus stop and he just wanted to see if like anyone could recognize him or see him so there's like there's all these different ailments and plagues that like keep them around this one's just weird because you don't know if it's for a selfish reason or for a protective reason so i'm sure that they'll dive into it later but then the second half of the episode they go to this pastry place that they always go to or at least hana drags miko to and it's Halloween time, so they have a haunted house. And it's a, it's a really wholesome scene because they're going through the haunted house and Hannah's terrified the whole time. Yulia's there too. And Yulia's just trying to be like, you know, I'm not scared. She gets scared. And Miko's like, well, this is nothing, really. Like, I'm, I see things all the time. This can't be anything. And it's like, they call it a Western-style haunted house because the, the actors actually run at you and chase after you. Well, halfway through the house, she realizes, classic. yeah, classic, classic, classic clown with a scythe and, and werewolf with, with knives in hand, super classic stuff. Uh, but halfway through the haunted house, Miko's like, holy crap, I can actually be scared. Like I can yell, I can react and I am not endangering myself because she's like this whole time she sees these horrifying images and and, feet and p- people well, spirits walking around and she can't react she has to pretend like they're not there but she's in a setting now where she actually can and so she's they keep running into these different like frankenstein's monster shows up and like the reaper shows up and the chainsaw uh the guy from the texas chainsaw massacre shows up they're all chasing after each other or after the girls and Miko's like screaming but laugh like smiling. She's like, ah, this is so much fun. Meanwhile, Yulia looks over, she's Sweet like Sweet release. Yeah, basically. But then Yulia looks over and she's like, Is she actually enjoying this? She is a sadist. Uh, so it's a really wholesome scene. But yeah, it's it's progressing, but not as quickly as I would have thought at this point. 
because it took him a couple episodes to actually start getting into deeper into like Miko and her powers. Um, I mean, the the crux of it happened, or the peak of it happened, really when she goes to the temple and she interacts with the, I guess, for lack of a better, like word to describe it, like like granny. No, like the holy figures, like the the spirits that are like on on like righteous spirits or like light spirits, I guess, instead of the dark spirits. Um, when she interacts with them, that's sort of like the moment where you realize, like, okay, there's something beyond just her being able to see it. And we're now getting into like how she can react and interact and react with them. So it's it's still really good. Um, it is definitely di- dialed back on the fan service, which is excellent because I thought it was taking away from the story at the beginning, at least. Uh, they've done a really good job of kind of reeling it back in. So that's been very refreshing. Yeah, I forget if it was you or if it was somebody I was talking to. They said that like in the source material or in the manga, there really is no fan service. So they were very confused as to why there was in the show as well. So I'm glad to hear that. Maybe they took like a poll or something or they got like a lot of negative feedback and they're like, oh, maybe we need to dial this back and not make this that type of show. So that's that's good. Good to know. Good. Glad it's like going in that direction. Because yeah. I mean, just sometimes it's just very unnecessary unless it's like a show based around it, like Food Wars. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to avoid it there. But yeah, no, I mean, I read the first volume and there wasn't the level of of fan service within the manga that they showed in the, sh- the actual anime. But that's not to say that they didn't at least take a little bit from the source material. They definitely, they definitely like pander to those types of fans just like kind of get them interested, I would say. But yeah, it was not, not at the level that they had in the manga. So I was, it is very curious why they did that, but um, a show that has no fan service, but is, incredible is my senpai is annoying it is still one of my favorite shows for a multitude of reasons and this episode encapsulates all the reasons why i love it so now before you continue i actually had a coworker today recommend this show to me and i was just like i know i know i talk to my buddy every week <laughs> about it it's like his favorite show of the season he tells me nothing but good things it's like it's on my list i want to do it it's just taking the time to do it it's just uh, it's so wholesome it's incredible and this week we get even deeper into the wholesomeness and my heart exploded from happiness and joy but we have golden week which i don't know when it takes place in japan but i think it's a week where like everyone has during the summer is it during i believe the, and i think everyone just yeah, has the I'm week off sure. Like, yep. there's like no work basically. There's a lot of people do a lot of vacationing. They were they were showing newscasts in the episode of like all the major touristy spots in Japan being packed, people going to visit, and so now you have an entire episode dedicated to life outside of the office. So here's where you get. By the way, real quick. Yeah. It isn't the summer. It's like the very end of spring, early summer. So this coming year, 2022, it's Friday, April 29th through Thursday, May 5th. So sorry, oh, interesting. real quick interjection. No, that's good to know because I, I it this show in particular has a lot of elements of like Japanese life because it's you know it's again it's focused around a business, so like business life. It's like all the holidays, all of the the different like work weeks and vacation times and stuff like that. Like that's all incorporated in the show. And so as uh, like someone from the United States of America, I'm like. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to laugh and be like, ha ha, that's cool. I wish we had your system because our system sucks. Anyway, uh, so we are into Golden Week. And so the entire episode is outside of the business, outside of the office setting. And you see all these different relationships start to build. And really, it just focuses on two groups of characters. So you have Futaba, the young, uh, not the young, I should say, the small green haired girl and Takeda, who's her senpai. Um, and Futaba's like got this whole list of like I got, I have everything planned out for the entire Golden Week. I'm gonna clean. I'm gonna organize. I'm gonna do yoga, and uh, she's doing all this from a magazine, and it, and the magazine article is titled like How to Be a More Well-rounded Woman or How to Be a More Capable Woman or something like that. Something very cliche, and I'm just like, oh, 
Futaba, your character is so much more than this. And luckily it, it spins off this, which is great. But she's like, what are you going to do, Takeda? He's like, I don't know, just work out and go to the bathhouse. And she's like, you literally do that every day. That's really lame. And he's like, yeah, basically. So she she starts to clean the house when their golden week starts and she's cleaning and organizing and then she's like all right on to yoga and she turns on her tv and the channel she turns on is like the scary show and she immediately gets frightened and starts to hide and it's like 11 in the morning the sun's out and she like closes her windows and shuts off the lights and locks her door a bajillion times and just hides and she's like okay wait i'll cheer myself up i know i'll, I'll put on i'll put on happy animals and there's one part of it that scares her because a red panda like attacks and you know if you know what a red panda is it's a very small raccoon looking thing and it just gets up on its hind legs and kind of like waves its arms around but it freaks her out so then she calls Takeda and she's like hi and he's like are you crying she's like no I'm fine I just wanted to hear your voice and he's like okay well are you okay she's like yeah I'm good bye well sure enough he shows up and spends the whole rest of golden week with her and they hang out and go out and eat ramen and just walk around. She's like, you know, we do this when we work too, right? Like, this is where we go to eat when we work as well. He's like, yeah, but it's better because no one's here and we don't have to work. And she's like, all right, good point. So then the second half of the episode, that's like their relationship. The second half of the episode is the other two characters, which is uh, Kazawa. No, what's his name? I can't remember his I'll name. I'll look it up for you. I think his name is Kazawa. He's got a very, like, resting bitch face kind of look. He's very funny, though. I love him. And um, he, the the female co-worker who all the guys go after, I think her name is Yukai? Ah, I'm so bad with those two. Uh, so you have so you have uh, Futaba, Mona, Harumi, uh, Oji-chan, to- uh, Tyoko... Bucho, uh, Buchoi? At this point, you're Buchoi? just saying names, and I'm know. just... Uh, Sota, which is the person, I think, with the dull yep. face or whatever. Uh, Yuto, which is, like, a blonde-haired person. Nope. Guy, possibly. Um, Natsumi. Whatever the very the attractive Natsumi? girl with the black hair is. Okay, Sakurai... Sakurai. Uh, Tyoko. Yes, Sakurai and Soto. So they're, they're going off, so... It basically he's very shy and and very much an introvert. She is very much an extrovert, and their relationship is interesting because like they like each other, but I don't think they know that the other person likes them. So it's like this weird like kind of waltz of like I show you affection, but it's not really affection because I don't want to actually say it's affection in case you don't like me. But if you do like me, you should catch the hint that it is affection. And I just sit there like a normal like anime watcher and I'm just like, gripping my chair like, come on, just you guys like each other. You like you and just. Okay, just and now you kiss. Yeah, basically. But this whole episode was cute because he she she is appreciative of him because he saves her in a lot of situations where like a man is asking her out that she's doesn't want have any interest in it he like will show up and just be like oh you know remember we had plans tonight and she'll be like oh yes that's right like thank you and so she like appreciates the the fact that he is like a knight in shining armor basically and comes in and rescues her so she's like you know what let's let you know we're just gonna keep the same routine you know, I keep telling people that I have plans tonight, so I do have plans tonight. Let's just go eat dinner like we normally do. And then this time around, he's like, let's go. She's like, all right, let's go. And he goes, to the aquarium. She's like, excuse me, what? Data? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's happening. Uh, but the whole episode is them at the, the aquarium, and he's funny because he's like, man, I'm so shy, and I'm such a weirdo. How am I going to get through this date? He's like, I know. What am I really good at? I'm really good at video games i'm gonna pretend like this date is a video game like i am the main character on a quest and she is my 
I guess you'd call her like a as, counterpart, a lackey. <laughs> as long as long as it's not like a dating sim video game. No, that no, no, he's no. Like it, basing this off of is just like, oh no, no. <laughs> um, that would have been funny though. No, he's like a little like armored dude, like a, a knight dude, and it's like his tasks are like protect, and he like fights off a monster, and it's like, like. I think it was like hunt or serve, and he like catches a fish, and her little like pixelated person like is clapping. I'm like, oh, this is cute. But they go through the date, and um, <laughs> they go watch the dolphin show, and one of the dolphins looks like him. And funny enough, it has the same name as him, and she just starts dying. She's like, it looks like him, and it has the same name. <laughs> She's like, this is this can't be real. And the dolphin tamers are like. Yeah, we know so uh, Soto has a very uh, discerning face, very like off-putting face, but he's actually very kind. And she's like, "Aw, just like him." And he just kind of looks over, like, "Did you say something?" She's like, "Nope, nope, nope." But the the moment that they both, I think they finally realize they like each other is she's he has to run back into the aquarium to get her a present, and then she gets sort of. Uh, put in a corner by two dudes that are like, hey, come get tea with us. Like, it'd be cool. And she's like, no, I'm actually here with someone. And they grab her and they're like, no, seriously, like, come get tea. And he's like, um, excuse me, what are you doing? He's like, they're like, well, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm with her. So she's mine, back off. And she just like immediately blushes. And then it pans over to him and he covers his face. He's like, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> it was really, really <laughs> sweet. I loved it. But then they run off and to go catch the train and, and she makes a comment. Um, I'm starting to get it watching this show, especially that saying someone's first name, especially if it's a, uh, to or towards a different gender, towards the opposite Person gender. of the opposite gender is a big fucking deal. It is a very big deal because she like is walking behind him and she says his first name and he like snaps his head back. She's like, he's like, what did you say? And she's like, I said, let's go to the, like, you know, let's hurry up and get your train, his last name instead. And he, like, she, like, kind of skips off, and he looks at the bag, and he's like, you're lucky that you're here, dolphin. Otherwise, I'd kick your ass. Because <laughs> he's just assumed that she was talking to the dolphin instead of him, because they have the same first name. So it was a funny interaction. It was very sweet. It was made my heart. I was like, oh, so wholesome. I can't contain it. But it's it's a fantastic show. Again, it's like it's it's not it doesn't have like a th- a plot line of any kind. It's episode to episode is different stories. I I again I contribute it to Kobayashi, but even less so than Kobayashi because they're they have some sort of like season of like a plot that goes throughout the season ish, if you could describe it like that. Here it's just literally every episode is a different story or two, and then you're just seeing yeah. them develop as the season progresses. It's, it's kind of like Comey can't communicate, but like yeah. Comey is more so. It's still, it's still in the beginning phases rather than like. Uh, I feel like season two is where they kind of will do more character development there, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, um, yeah really to kind of give you perspective. We watch My Hero Academia. Yep. Like we we know the characters or majority of the characters' names. Although we before this, I was really struggling. And I was about to I, say like anywho. I I normally don't throw someone on their bus, but saying we that's giving you a lot of credit, sir. A lot of credit. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> anywho, um, yeah. To put into perspective, like everybody in the show, like all the students, call each other by their last names. Like Midoriya isn't name is not Midoriya. That's his last name. His first name's Izuku. And like Todoroki, his first name is Shoto. And Bakugo is Katsuki. Like all those are last names that they call each other by. They don't call each other by their first names. Like Midoriya calls Bakugo uh Kachan because like they were childhood friends, but you don't see, you know, Midoriya calling uh Urakachan uh Ochako. Yeah. Well, like even in Comey so, too, right? Like Comey. Well, yeah. You have Comey. Her, I think her first name yeah, is Comey. Sh- well, Shoto, right? Shota. Yeah. yeah. Shoko. 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 Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean they. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a very big deal. But it, but it, originally, like, 
to quickly wrap this up too, like I just thought it was like a formality thing. Like you just in a formal setting, unless you know someone personally, you just call them by their last name. That's just like the the proper way. I until watching a few other shows along with my senpai is annoying too. I didn't realize like if the opposite gender calls you your first name, that is a massive deal. That is like, that is the equivalent of saying like, Hey, we're dating basically. Like we are, we are in a relationship. That are very good friends. Usually it's a little more like upfront, like they call me by my first name because we're good friends. But even good friends, opposite gender is very tricky. Like it, it, it it comes True. out. We'll, we'll talk about it too in Comey, but like it come it it definitely like it's a big deal. We'll just say that it's a big deal. Yep. But to continue onwards, um, one thing that I completely forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, at the top of the hour, at the whatever you want to call it. Um, so I did mention I rewatched or finished rewatching Cowboy Bebop. I'm starting my watch through of um, to, uh, Toradora, which love it. Um, but I forgot to mention that this coming weekend, the, and this is going to either you like, people are either going to be very happy and excited about this, or they are really going to be like, really? You fucking pleb. You watch that piece of shit show. You watch that piece of shit franchise, but there's a, my, uh, not my hero. God, that was like a month ago. No, there's a Sword Art Online movie coming out this weekend and I will be going to see it Friday night. And I'm very excited because... I loved the first part of season one of SAO. I loved Gun Gale for season two, but all the fairy bullshit, I could give a shit less. I don't really like it. However, oh, I was just, I just, God, that's the one thing I just can't stand about this show. Like, I hate when people are like, and the Wincest? No. Or the fairy bullshit? The whole thing. Like, this is not an a, like a, a insult to you or anything, but like, to go like, oh my gosh, I love this show, except half of it. I'm like, then you, th- th- but that doesn't make the show good, though. Why do you like it? The first, Why do you like the, it? I mean, because it's got such a, so, okay, to be fair, it was like the first one of its kind of kind to be like stuck in a video game. It, it was. No, trust me. That, I, th- that was. The first. Like the premise, the premise was so good. It's like, okay, I just want to see where you're going with this because like they're. Down the drain. Had, that's where they took it. You. No, no, because season three <laughs> fucking revived the show. Season three is one of my favorite, ep- like, favorite seasons of anime ever. That's like, a bold the first statement, part of sir. Season, like, Alicization, SAO Alicization, fucking phenomenal. Oh my god, that show is so, or that season of anime is so fucking good. Because they get rid of all the fairy crap, they do a new setting... They introduce different characters, so it's not just this weird incesty kind of shit that you're dealing with in, with this little sister and the like AI daughter thing. Yeah, it, yeah. The, it gets rid of essentially all of that. Starts anew, puts you in an awesome setting, and it's it is if you if you liked half of the first half of season one of Sao. I implore you, just read what happens after it, up until season three, up until Alicization, and watch it. Because what like it starts off slow because they're setting up that new they're setting up that new world building, and then it fucking takes off. Like a bat out of hell. But and it does the, not stop until the season is that's over. That's the same It is so fucking that's good. That's the same no. shit people said about Promise Neverland. Like, oh the fuck the first season's great. Mind you, I watched the first season. It's absolutely fantastic. I haven't watched the second season yet because all I've heard is, oh, you're better off just reading it. It's not good. Like, I'm like... No, that's because it is horrible. I've watched season two. Right, but that's I what I mean. I have read so, any of it. So Promise Neverland immediately uh, is like, on my books, it's like, it's not a good show. Like, it, it's... If if you season completely... Season one. Season one is amazing. Season two is horse shit. Right, but... It, it is dog doo-doo covered in horse shit, covered in pig shit, covered in whatever other shit you want to put out in, in it. We both agree. That Don Machi is one of the best current anime yes. running, we, right? We, we both agree that. We, we, I wouldn't say best, but I would say it is one of my favorite. Okay, that's, I, I guess using the term best is, is very, uh, you know, it definitely brings out opinions from other people. We're on the same page get, about Don Machi. Yes. We also agree that season two was not the greatest, right? Correct. But it, it wasn't so bad where you go, 
holy shit, just avoid it like the plague. It's like it's just it doesn't right. it doesn't hold up to season one. That the way you're describing the fairy piece, mind you, I watched half of the fairy season, couldn't get through it. That completely ruins a show for me. Like if you if you not only drop the ball, but you send it plummeting down to the depths of hell like a fucking rocket ship with how garbage it is, that ruins a show. That's why Promise Neverland immediately dipped off my list. It was like gone. No. Just, okay. Pff, no, gone. no, no. There's so Okay. There are huge differences between Promise Neverland being shit and SAO being shit. So you going into a new world, it being a fairy world, being uninteresting, I understand. That can just tank a show. It's just uninteresting to you anymore. It had very good premises. It had very good storylines. However, those storylines were in a world that nobody enjoyed. Nobody liked the fairy world. I mean, some, there I won't say nobody because there are people out there. Myself did not like the fairy world. A lot of others did not like the fairy world. However, it had some very good premises it had some very good subplots the whole thing of just like asuka getting kidnapped and that was kind of weird but like the kind of filler after the main plot was very good in which they had like a episode you know how game devs if they have like a huge fan of their uh their game or their franchise and it's like a terminally ill person and they're saying i just want to like i just want to play the game and then they put them in the game it they had like a similar side story to that and that side story is very good and very emotional however it still exists in a bullshit world that nobody that i sorry not nobody that i don't very much care for season three fucking gets rid of all of that it gets rid of all of that it gets rid of Einkrad. it gets rid of almost everything and introduces you to a new world a new kind of risky place it's not anything tied to the past really it is very good. I would suggest just read what happens in between. Like, if you don't like the second half of season one, just read what happens from there to season three. Watch Alicization. Because I guarantee you, there is like a teeniest tiny bit of fairy stuff in the beginning, and that's just so they can hold meetings with their friends. That's it. After that, no more fairy stuff for the entire season. And it is fucking phenomenal. It is one of the best seasons of anime. I, I will stand and die on that hill. I'm going to give you Anywho. a non-anime similar like description of what you're trying to say. Like what you're trying what what you're coming forward with, okay? The last 3 episodes of Star Wars, episode 7, 8, and 9. All right? Okay. 7, the comeback, it's pretty good. All right? It's not great. It does not hold the candle to any of the, the it was originals. just a reskin of four, but anywho, yeah, it wasn't good. Like it, it was, it was okay. It was mediocre. All right, episode eight, hot flaming pile of poo poo, like some of the worst. It's salt. It's basically yeah, it's salt. And then episode nine was attempting to just erase all of the stuff that episode eight fucked up on. And they were trying to to like remedy all of those pieces that they missed out on or that they completely just ruined and wipe the slate clean and go, listen, we're just going to basically ignore it, move on, try to make it better. And it ended up not being good. It wasn't, episode nine wasn't even that great. It was barely holds a candle to episode seven, even, in my opinion. My point being, you can't erase what happened in between seven and nine, just like you can't erase what happened between the first season of SAO and the third season of SAO. I get that they're going away from it in the third season. That's definitely for the better, but you can't pretend like it never happened. So this argument that like season three is really good. I don't doubt it. I bet season three is some of the best and I probably, I will go watch it at some point. I will actually go back and rewatch all of season one, two and three just because but no, just just, but just watch say, just watch season three. Just read season one and two online. No, and just I go don't watch want to read three. it. I don't. That's, that defeats the purpose. What I'm trying to make a statement of is that you can't take, you can't remove an, a, a piece of an anime and go. If you remove this, it's literally the best anime in the world. Because that that's pretending like it never happened. The creators and the directors made a, a, a clear choice to create this 
whole entire season, make this whole storyline. And they fucked up. That's, I mean, that's bottom line. Like, and then they got, and then they got better. And then they yeah, got better. which is good. But in my opinion, you can't screw up a show that much and redeem yourself to a level that puts you back in like even my top ten. It's so hard to do. Okay. Don Machi almost dropped the saying, ball too. But I'm not saying that this show, that Sao, is like a top ten show or top tier show. I'm saying season three of Sao is one of the best seasons of TV or anime or whatever you want to call it that I've seen. I'm not saying the show is perfect. I'm not saying it's a great show. I'm saying this one particular season is fucking phenomenal. But there is a movie coming out this weekend. I'm going to see the movie, and it's, like, pretty... I want to say it's critical to the next season that'll happen whenever the fuck that happens. So I'm seeing it uh, on Friday night. Very excited about it. I'm hopping into blue period before we we get into this anymore. I but miss I arguing. We've, been, the, we've had so many like, no, it's fine. lovey but dovey here's, episodes. Here's the, I want okay, to argue because I didn't. Fine, 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 fine. We'll go back to arguing. Because you're then. wrong. The difference between the difference between Sao and the Promised Neverland. Sao at least stood true to everything that was like or like stood true to the source material. Like it is unwavering in that that regard yeah and yeah sure part like a good chunk of it is not very good season two of the promised neverland goes off the fucking railroad tracks as to what it's trying to be and what it's trying to do skips around a a fuck ton from the source material and then just ends it on a slideshow of like the last 70 chapters or the last 70 yeah no sorry the last like 100 plus chapters is a fucking slideshow. There's a difference of, hey, your source material isn't very great compared to, hey, your anime fucking ruined the source material. It is absolute horseshit. There's a difference there. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. D- moral of the story, watch SAO season three. Do not watch The Promised Neverland Season 2. The Promised Neverland Season 2 is a piece of bullshit. It is fucking garbage. I was so pissed because like that show to me... Like, season one of fucking Promised Neverland is one of my... It's a it's a 10 out of 10 to me. It is a 10 out of 10 show. It is a 10 out of 10 season. And then they fucking just put it in a dog bag with a bunch of shit in it. Take that cow, bull, pig, horse, and dog shit. Put it all in a bag. Shake it all up. Light it on fire. Put it on your own porch and step in it. That's what that season was. That season was absolute horse shit. No, trust so, me, I, I am not standing, sitting here. I was going to say standing. I am very much sitting. I am not sitting are you here. Standing? I, I'm going to I take a stand. I don't see your legs. I don't know if you are or not. I, did. I don't know if you are. I don't, I don't see your, you your, caught your me. lower half. You caught me. I'm very, no, very I'm short. Got him. We got him. I am not here trying to suggest to you that I'm not trying to compare season two of SAO to season two of Promised Neverland. No two turds are alike but we can be in agreement that they're both very much turds. What I'm trying to say and spell out is that if a tur- it, you cannot completely erase the mistakes that were made in a show and say, oh, so long as you just skip this, just read the material or just look up a synopsis online just so that you understand the plot moving forward. You can't suggest that and then go, but this season's really, really good. I don't doubt that that season's really, really good, but that show is not great. If I have to skip half of it to enjoy it, the show's not good. It, plain and simple. The show's not good. But here's the thing. Oh, my God. You, you can try. You can try. To watch it? No, you can try and ho- like pretend that the first part didn't happen or whatever parts you didn't like didn't happen. No, like they're like, you can't. Oh, you can't pretend like this doesn't happen Frank, and then just make a great season. It's like, you can try. Frank, that is like saying, you know what? I really only like three episodes out of the six Fooly Coolies, but the show is really good. 
The show is six episodes. You can't just cherry pick the three that you like and go, the show's really good. Okay. No, okay. that doesn't... No, 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 no. Th- We're not going to bring Cooley Cooley into this just because there are six episodes... Like, there's a major difference between, like, 50-episode show being good or bad and six episodes being good or bad. I'm over-exaggerating. And don't even come at me. Fully Cooley is my favorite show. I have a freaking tattoo oh, on my arm. I, I can, know it I can is. I'm not make, saying it isn't. I can I'm, not, use it I'm as just an saying example. you can't compare to apples to oranges with episode counts. I, I am again. I am not. That's not the point I'm getting at. The point I'm getting at Pick is better you examples. You can't cherry pick. You can't just go. I like this. I like this. I'm throwing the rest of it away. That that you can't do that. All right. You can't <laughs> cut out what has happened. You can't Men you in can Black try. mind erase. <laughs> The people that watched season two of SAL. If only you knew season three and your reference to Men in Black Mind Re-Race, like, oh oh boy, do I have a surprise for you. (laughs) Oh, God. That's that's my whole point, all right? And I'm, again, I'm not here. I hope you have a wonderful time watching the movie, okay? I'm not... And again, I I liked season one of SAO. I stopped after like the third episode of season two and just couldn't get into it. So I will be going back to watch it all because if season three is as hyped as you have led it up to be and is that spectacular, I will definitely go back and watch the entire series. Just my point. Real quick. Oh boy. What? Real quick. What do you want? You said season two. Season two is Gun Gale Online. That's where it starts. Did you, did you start that or did you like stop before it? I stopped before Gun Gale. Okay, that's that's all I wanted to clarify because yeah. I actually really enjoyed Gun Gale, and then after Gun Gale they go back to fairy bullshit. But you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even get to Gun Gale, so no, I, I'm gonna go back and I think you'll the enjoy whole thing. that. Yeah, no, I mean it was on my list for a while. I just it, there's been so many good shows, but that's that's my whole point. Also, I'm gonna make a quick aside here. I know we're already at like 40 minutes, but I can we not in the future all anime creators listening out there because I know you are. Our show is fantastic. Can we not make movies critical to the storyline moving forward? Can we just take the my hero approach? What are you talking about Demon Slayer? I, th- I, that's what I mean. I like the movie. Don't make me watch a goddamn movie to be like, this is what's going to happen. Also, don't redo the movie into like seven episodes and call it a season. Demon Slayer. By the way, Demon Slayer season two comes about? out in what about are you five about, days. Demon Slayer? Yeah, it comes out December fifth, so six days. Fuck you. Sorry, but. I just, I don't know, that irks me. I like the My Hero ones because yeah. I can just go in and, like, turn my brain off they're and not, just, like, yeah, they're not slap like, clap at all the explosions that are happening. Like, ha I don't have to, like, yeah, actually pay it. The... They're canonical. Canonical. They're non-canonical. That's, no, how, that's how a Midwestern would put minus it. <laughs> something like that. But, no, they're non-canonical minus, like, some of the, like, tidbit facts of just, like, all night. I, I would I would just say yeah. all night and just like background information on characters that aren't super critical. Yeah, well, it just I, kind of expounds upon those characters. They go deeper into relationships. Like the first ep- the first movie was really good because I liked going into the the relationship with him and the scientist from America. I thought that was cool. But yeah, just don't make your freaking movies critical to like the next season. It's infuriating. Yep. Anywho, anywho, on to Blue Point. Period. Blue period, blue period, not blue point. Blue point's a video game developer. Anywho, blue <laughs> period. Um, I'm gonna keep this super short so we could talk about Comey and make that one kind of short because Comey's great this week. But it was anywho. Uh, blue period, basically, main dude. Uh, again, I, th- I'm terrible with names and characters. Like I've watched so many that I'm just like, oh, character, blonde character with some piercings. He likes art. Cool. Main guy. Main character. Um, main boy. Home dude. Uh, he is preparing for the entrance exam to Tao, Tao, Tokyo University of Art. Yeah, cool. Nailed it. Um, so he's preparing for his entrance exam and his like cram school, uh, person was like, Hey, you have like really good technique. Like you've really improved, etc. But the way you are right now, you're not going to get in. And he's like, why? What, what, what do you mean? And she's like, you basically aren't self-centered and you're not having fun she's like basically he's you come to find out later in the episode that he's overcompensating that if he was never good at something in school he could always overstudy he could always put effort into it and become better while art your technique can do that however your art is going to be uninspired because you're not having fun it's not describing you 
So it takes him the full part of the episode to really realize that. And that kind of realization point comes to a like screeching like head-on collision when one of his like friends who his friends is like a group of delinquents and one of them is like hey let's go get dinner i just got out of like this seminar thing like let's go get dinner he's like yeah sure let's go um well he kind of gets not coerced into it but he he goes to dinner with him and during dinner he was like hey like oh did you find a job at the seminar he's like no actually i'm going to pastry school and his buddy, like, and this guy is like a delinquent. He's a big guy, tough guy. Like, you, you would never think it's like one of those kind of stereotypical type situations. And he, like, main main dude's like, what? What, what? what? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, I know. Funny, right? Before I met you and everything, I loved baking. I love baking. I love making pastries. But look at me. I'm a big guy. I'm a dude. Like, I'm this. Like, it doesn't fit who I look like. So I stopped. But when I saw you switch over to doing art and making that life change for yourself, it made me want to make a change for myself. It made me want to do what I wanted to do. And he comes to that realization. He tries to play it off. And he's like, or main dude's like trying to play it off that he's okay, that he's cool about it and everything. And the buddy is like, hey, stop fake smiling. Like, tell me what's really going on. Tell me how you feel, et cetera. And he like, it's basically like breaking down like, men can have emotions too, or boys can have emotions too. show me your emotions. And he kind of not necessarily breaks down, but kind of goes into the fact that he's stressed, he's worried, he doesn't know if he's having fun anymore, and doesn't know what to do for the exam. And he's like, well, what got you into art? What made you feel this way, etc. And he kind of does some self reflecting. And I forget exactly what the turning point is as to how he remembers he has fun, but basically he kind of remembers like, oh, I I really saw this. I really enjoyed painting it, and like, I don't need like I've I've done the studying. I have the technique. I just need to like break down these barriers of myself and actually just show myself for who I am. So the episode kind of ends with him going to Tao to take the entrance exam and he spots his like cram school buddy who quits cram school who also kind of like the last time we saw him or one of the last times we saw him he admitted to main dude like I hate you because you're the type of guy who wants to become an artist and you're only putting in effort and work but you don't actually love your craft you don't love art you're not having fun with it so like main dude like this other side dude like friend already knew the problem he already saw what the professor or the teacher told him way ahead of it so he kind of realizes that and realizes why this guy hates him so he's still talking to him because he's like oh you saw me i'm i'm totally saying hi hey buddy what's going on walks up to him chats with him and as they're splitting off into different groups uh they're like hey i'll see you later like i'm not like not good luck or whatever it's like i'll see you later and he gets into the uh, the classroom to take his test. The instructor says, hey, these you can't use these, 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 and this thing. Um, so here's what we're going to, like, here's your prompt, go. And so the prompt that you see at the very end there is a self-portrait. So that is his prompt, and it kind of ends with them saying start. And after they say start, it kind of flips over to the best friend, like the childhood friend that he had, the cross-dressing guy, who's also taking an exam. And you see like, like everybody's doing these delicate strokes and whatever. And you just see this person just do like this, that, this, that, and just stands up and walks out. And it like ends with a camera shot on that canvas. And it's just a giant X on the canvas. And then the episode ends. So the next wow. episode is just basically going to be like, this is my self-portrait. This is me having fun. This is who I am, which is a really good prompt of like, hey, like you really need to have fun with it. You need to show who you are. Show us in this self-portrait. So I'm really, really excited to see what he actually draws. And yeah, that's that's Blue Period for this week. It was really good. I'm really enjoying the show. Yeah, the like show. It's, it's, top, it's top three for me, I believe, this season. I think it's for, I'm still behind a few episodes on Mushoku Tensei, but 
yeah, to me, this is this is top three for sure. The show's definitely no, top taken... four because I fucking damn it, I forget about ranking of kings. I was about to God say, damn, I don't know. This is an embarrassment of riches this season. <laughs> the show seems interesting, though. I will say, I, the the premise was intriguing to begin with because it was focused on art, but I'm surprised at how well it's it's it's, it's kept pace. Different things that I never thought it would like. It yeah it tackled like men's feeling. It tackled. I mean, his best friend, who's a cross-dresser, um, I don't know the proper pronouns for them, so I won't really necessarily say uh, him or her, but the fact, or like trans or whatnot. So, I mean, the they've tackled a lot of different things. They've also ta- tackled like student health. Like you see students who they're like, oh yeah, like he, at the beginning of the episode, he's like, yeah, I'm breaking out in hives. Uh, it's not as bad as some other kids in my cram school, like we had one person pass out from like not eating anything because they're so stressed. Like it goes through like mental health as well, like in what students go through nowadays. So it's a very good show that I didn't think it would go in that necessary direction. So yeah, very looking forward to the rest of the season. I think we're only about halfway done because this was another late bloomer start for, uh, for anime because it was, uh, it started early in Japan on Netflix and then I think three weeks later, it started in the U.S. Kind of similar to to what Comey did. Yeah. Which, speaking of, yeah, Comey, 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 Comey was great. Comey was great. Um, Comey's always great. They kind of, it is. They kind of took a detour from the normal traditional like, here's a new friend that they meet and here's some wacky adventures, and they just did wacky adventures this time, and I really fucking loved it. Yeah. I well. And going to sort of the source material, I think that's where that's kind of where the point we're at now, where they're developing the friends that we've been introduced to. So you have Tarano, Najumi, Agari, Yam- Yamai. I think that's the that's the girl that <laughs> kidnapped Tarano. I think. Yeah, I can't. I can never remember how to pronounce her name. And then Nakanaka, um, and the one competitive girl who I can never remember her name either. But yeah, no, this was a fun episode. Yadano. Yadano. Yes, thank you. Um. But yeah, this one we had a bunch of different adventures, all very cute and wholesome. Um, the main one, the one that, well, I shouldn't even say the main one because they all kind of took a, a solid chunk of time. But my the best one, in my opinion, was when Comey goes to get her haircut at the stylist. And there's this young, new employee there who's trying to like impress the boss, who's this like awesome hairstylist, and Comey shows up obviously trembling and shaking because she's never seen this one girl before working at this <laughs> the hair salon and so she's trying to impress her and she's like oh your customer come in and enjoy it we do really good haircuts and comey just doesn't say a word and just slinks on past her and goes in she's like oh no i did something wrong but the best scene is she's trying to get her she's getting her hair cut with the stylist and she's the stylist is playing around with her hair and obviously she's been there a lot since she was a kid i think but the stylist is praying around with her hair. And to paint the picture, too, Comey has very long black hair. And the stylist goes, all right, so what are we doing this time? Short and blonde. Got it. And Comey freaks out and just starts shaking her head violently. And she's like, I'm just kidding. Calm down. But it's a very cute episode. So there's the hairstylist one. There's the clothing store competition, I think. Yeah, that one was my favorite. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's the Comey attempting to tell a joke through just like, oh, writing, yes. which it comes off really terribly. The clothing shopping competition, which is my favorite. The beauty salon. Comey can't sleep due to overthinking her failed conversations throughout the day, but eventually falls asleep thinking about Tadano helping her. Oh, that was a, like, small short. That one. was a really quick one. Um, Najimi asking to study... Yep, the study hall. Oh, where they go to the library. They go to the library, and, and they all get smacked. It go to me. Yeah. God, yes. <laughs> and then the the beginning of summer break, in which both Komi and Tadano finish their homework because they're nervous. They don't do anything, and they're too nervous to like ask each other to do something for the summer. Yeah. Well, so. and it sets up the next episode, which is going to be the water park episode. So. It's the beach episode, but it's not a beach. Yeah, and it's not, well, hmm. no, it's not a standard beach episode either. There's a lot of, like, funny moments, and it's not based on just putting all the characters in bathing suits, basically. So I mean, 
Yeah, we'll we'll see how it ends up, but it for the lack of a better, I mean, this is going to for the lack of a beach episode. This is going to be the beach episode. Yep. So no, it's but it's a lot of fun. It's still a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, and to expand upon the clothing uh, competition one, basically Comey wants to go. Uh, no, Tadano asks Comey if she wants to go shopping, and she's like, "I never." gone shopping on my own before and they're like who buys your clothes she's like i don't really have much she's like well don't you have casual clothes and she's like my mom buys them for me and everybody's like what so they're like cool we're going shopping so tadano and najimi sorry najimi was the one asking not tadano najimi tadano and komi go um shopping or go to the mall with agari who the too. fuck shows up well no oh yeah no yeah agari, agari, yeah, agari they... wasn't i don't think no, because uh, the creeper girl. Oh yeah, no, she does go with her. Yeah. Okay, Agari does go with her, but then creeper girl goes, uh, like shows up, like, oh, what a coincidence! I'm here as well. And they're like, they're I'm like, oh yeah, coincidence. This doesn't feel like a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they basically go shopping. Komi doesn't know what she wants, so they're like, cool, we're gonna make this a competition. Everybody has ten thousand yen. Go find like the best outfit you think that Comey would be in, and she'll try them on, show them off, and we'll vote which one's the best. Yeah. And some of the outfits are hilarious, which one of them was like the traditional Japanese like skin tight type of dress, like short dress. Yeah. Like waitresses, I feel like would kind of wear like a not waitresses, but um. Shit, I forget who would really wear them, but, but it was like just someone in like like, this, a tr- like a like a host as like a hostess or like even if you're seeing at a hotel or something like that, like someone who's working yeah. in like services basically. But yeah, the very traditional one that was Najimi, which I found kind yep. of funny. <laughs> that was Najimi, and then uh, Creeper Stalker Girl gives her like short shorts, a like really nice belt, a really nice shirt, really nice shoes, really nice hat, and it's over the 10k limit so she gets disqualified. I forget what Agiri. Agiri is like like just regular old shorts and a t-shirt with like a bear on it and like some oh, like weird right. like croc like, oh, style this is shoes. Tacky. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then Tadano picks out like a summer dress with like a hat and some sandals and they're like, "Yep. That's, that's the winner." That's and the that's what she buys and it's great. It's very cute. So yeah, the rest. But yeah, I mean, all the all the other ones are really funny too. Like this this episode was probably one of the best ones of the season. I would say not for the fact that they didn't introduce anybody, but like these specific gags or these specific fun. I don't know. I wouldn't even know what the fucking call them. Like little chapters. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's basically stories. What they are. Yeah. We're we're probably like the best out of like the best grouped ones out of them all. Yeah, well, but especially so now because we're getting beyond the character introductions and more into the character development, and not just like individually, but like as like holistically too, like how each character interacts with one another. Because originally it was like everyone pines for Comey's attention and revels at her you know at her and reveres her as a god and then everyone despises Tadano because he sits next to her and is tries to act as if she's just a regular human when everyone else just thinks that she's like a deity and so now you're getting like more away from that because you see the interactions with Komi outside of school how they're it's now like okay she's an actual person but you know there's still those moments when she does something cute and they're all like she's an angel Ah, uh, we must capture this moment but it's no it's it's a lot of fun i yeah i think we say it almost every week too the joke thing at the very beginning was also (laughs) phenomenal because all the jokes that she's trying to tell are just dad jokes and then like they're like okay well tadano if you think you're so like these aren't funny tell us a joke and he tells a dad joke too and they're like you're no better you're no better at all and he just hangs his head in shame. Yeah, that's. I think Tadano's joke. I'm trying to remember Comey's that she says on the phone. Because Comey, I can't remember what, I think they get it more into it when the source material, but she like sees something on TV or like reads something about jokes and she wants to start telling jokes. So she like leaves joke notes in people's lockers like that she knows. So Najibi gets one. And he's like, or they, they're like, is this a threat? And Comey freaks out. And Tadano's like, no, 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 no. No, it's just, she's, Comey's trying to make a joke 
And then when Tarado, I think Tarado's is the only one I can remember, but I think his was, um, these wind jokes blow. <laughs> and there's this yep. really, really That's long, exactly what it was. very long pause of like nothing. And Najibi just goes, that was awful. <laughs> like, you're just, you're, you're, no ju- better. Yeah. <laughs> you're just as bad. Like just oh, as bad so as Kobe. Oh, it's a great episode. I, I'm interested to see how they do the next episode though i think this is going to be the real sort of like moment in, in the show for me at least because so far every episode has had those like sort of small chunk stories in an episode but the the water park episode i feel like they can fit it into an entire episode but i'm i will be interested to see how they want to do that because it's it's gonna well, have we'll to find out on thursday yeah i know I know, but encapsulating all of that time into, or all all of the, the those moments into, you know, a twenty three minute episode, um, might be a bit challenging. But I, I think they can do it. So we'll see, we'll see if the I'm sure we'll see if they can fine. if they can keep up with the high standards I've put on this show. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there, buddy. <laughs> okay, there, pal. A G. Hey, listen. Oh, don't make fun of me because of where I live. All right. All right, buddy. Hey, thank you to our fans for joining us this week. We hope you had a good time, eh? Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Bakako Podcasts. Uh, there you can find all our links. Uh, we stream all these recordings every Monday, anytime kind of between. It's, it's been like 7, 7.30 Central. fairly, yeah, yeah. So so 8, 8.30 p.m. Pacific, or not Pacific time, Eastern Standard Time. So um, come join us live. You can chat us and we'll chat back to you but we won't acknowledge you on the show maybe i don't know because we're above you something like that not really at all we're just a bunch of idiots on the internet until next time spark triumph we'll see you then ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.